How's it going, everyone? Welcome into the PHNX Rising post-game show. Appreciate everyone joining us. Um, yes, I've I'm already gonna get ahead of it. I have metaphorically sunk and physically sunk this low that I'm literally doing this on the floor in Flagstaff, which is a high elevation, low place on the floor. Here we are. We make it work. Whatever. Um, Phoenix Rising lost two. Nothing to Colorado Springs switchbacks. Max, are you are you indoors wearing a hat? It's a hoodie. Or excuse me, it's a beanie. Uh, yes. Anyway. I'm outdoors and I'm not wearing a hat. I'm in Colorado Springs. It's flagstaff. It's a flagstaff thing, dude. Anyway, uh, it's a flagstaff yeah. thing. It's a flagstaff thing. Do we want to talk about the temperature here? Literally We're now. Down. Yeah. Uh, sure. Let me get that to you in one that's. See, I've got it coming up in normal. I need to put it into American. Here we go. It's currently 45 here in Colorado Springs. Beautiful. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, well, uh, appreciate everyone joining us. Right, the chat has been awesome. We've been chatting it up uh, for the last twenty minutes. Uh, you know, we're kind of all confused, looking uh, more lost than I was waiting for Owen Evans to join this podcast. But uh, hey, we all look better than Phoenix. I was Rodman. waiting on Juan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, we're shifting, shifting blame, deflect, deflect. I get it. Uh, you know, we all look kind of better than Phoenix Rising tonight. Um, you know, two early goals in the first half kind of sunk them under. And, you know, Owen, the first thing we kind of got a hit on, right, is we kind of talked about this throughout the week, especially on Thursday, being like, how do you approach this game from Rising? You want to get momentum. You want to go for the win. And you're going to hope, right, you even called it, that let's see if they put out a strong lineup that backs that up. And... Well, kind of look at the lineup, kind of looking at the performance overall, did not accomplish that. Yeah, um, I will say that some of the changes to the lineup, look, I understand, of course, yes, you want to put the first choice lineup out. I, I mean, I can't go into full details as to why necessarily they didn't have a full lineup out there because I haven't got certain things confirmed on that front. But I, I just say that I don't feel as though everything was necessarily a choice. Um we, we'll we'll have to wait and see on that one. But at the end of the sure. day, it, it was it was a lackluster performance, I think, in the first half. Oh, yeah. That Rising got a couple of opportunities, maybe we didn't really make much of them. Um, got into the second half, and uh, I mean, shots from distance, yeah, but still not quite enough. Look, we're at a point now with this team in the last four games. We've said about uh, this team and, and the form that they were on and being hard to beat and all of that kind of stuff. But you've also got a team right now that if you look at them in their last four matches have yet to lead any of the, in any of those games. They have not held a lead in their last four matches. Huh, sigh, 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 sigh. Uh, yes, seeing everyone in the chat, right? They're already, they're already doing. We're already doing scoreboard watching, right? Multiple people saying Orange County is now leading one nil. That does have ramifications on who Rising could. There's play. a lot going on tonight. There's a lot going on. Oh dear gosh! I Earlier not, today, I was... San Antonio. Yeah, uh, Drew. There. I believe yep. in the end was the final result there. Free all. Solomon Asante sent off in that game. Absolutely, absolutely. Damon says it's 50 degrees in Flagstaff, Max. Looks like it's snowing outside, buddy. It's the aesthetic. It's not about the temperature. You know, it is what it is. Devin all Max definitely wearing three layers right now. Uh one, two. No, just just the two. Just the two. Just the two. Just the two. Um, right. Uh, and it kind of goes off of side of these comments. Uh, you know, Max dressing cold just like rising's play you know man it's just tough right i think the thing that really frustrates a lot of fans right and you never want to quit you know you don't want to question a team's effort or anything like that but it seems like this is now in the 
umpteenth game where Rising just consistently is getting slow out of the blocks. It has ramifications on how they're passing, even on how they're defending, right? Like the two goals given up early on. I don't know what that challenge was by Miquejo on Duke LaCroix. Again, former Reno 1860 FC player. I'll get that bingo card out there. Uh, very fast guy, very like tough to especially defend on that wing, but like kind of a lack of challenge easy, easy dish across the six yard box, tap in. And then lack of clearance that just leads to an uncharacteristic give up by Rocco. I know there was uh, from outside the 18. I know there was some guy. I know. Hold on. I don't know. I know there was some guys in his way. I'm not putting that on him, but all in all, it was just a tough, like way to let. If we're talking about, if we're talking about the first goal, if we're going to talk about the first goal, right? I'm not going to focus on Emil Quasio, right? Is he beaten too easily? Maybe to me, the issue on that one specifically was Carlos Harvey in his position as a center back. Unfortunately, was caught a little bit of sleep at the wheel in that case, yeah, right? Too. Okay, too. we have to be clear. As soon as that player passes Emil Quajo, you have to make a decision. You're either going to close him down or you're going to track that runner that's coming in uh, coming into the penalty area behind you. He does neither. Yeah. And the result is that he gets caught in no man's land, right? It opens up a very easy shot in the end from pretty close range oh, yeah. that most strikers in this league are going to get. You're not wrong. You got, guy's got to move his, move his feet. Listen, <laughs> We, we can say blame this player. Blame this. Listen, Quasio should have shut him down. Harvey should have shut, should have uh, you know kind of shifted and gotten over there to defend that six. I mean that's the, the, both of those things. It's textbook defending. You're having guys out there who they haven't started regularly, and I'm not saying that's an excuse, but it's like hey, you kind of tinker with the lineup at a couple different key positions. Kind of is a bit of a culmination in what we saw in that player. Yeah, look, it's. I'll get into this one specifically over certain things with the lineup and where I think things are going right and where they're going wrong later. But um, overall, though, still, it's a a question of how how are you getting shots on target? Um, yeah. Phoenix Rising in this game struggled to do. Um, we have to be honest. Uh, Max, do you have the final uh, number there on shots on target? Oh, I sure do. Let's take, let's throw the, let's throw to buy the numbers while we are at it. There, I have one, one. That Not was great. Emil Quajo's uh, effort, which was gifted to him by yeah. a poor clearance off the byline. That, quite frankly, if you're going to clear a ball like that, you should have simply uh, let it go for a uh, for a corner at that point. You're um, wrong. I, I mean, look, I, I understand it. It's not easy in terms of. He didn't have think have that long to react. He gets one off, um, but he's straight at the keeper pretty much. But the rest of the game, not not really any challenge for the goalkeeper, and that's a problem. You can't I, expect yeah. to go into these games, oh, yeah. right? Away from home, put one Tough. shot on target and come away with a result. You can't expect it. No. No, I mean, right, you see on there, right? XG rising dominated nearly double there. Possession 50-50, but like again, kind of whatever. And then shots. I mean, <laughs> kind of what you're saying, man. I don't even recall rising getting 12 shots in there because it just seems so unthreatening. Yeah, I mean, a lot of them, if you looked at some of the ones, especially earlier in the second half where they were coming from, they're mostly outside the penalty area. And that's why. It's right. probably why, because they're they're long shots, hitting hope a little bit. Um, trying to get something moving, trying to get something going when it isn't. Um, the problem is, is that again, right? You you're in a position whereby the poor first half performance does not allow you to get into the game easily in the second half, right? There were moments in that first half where I almost felt like the way that Colorado Springs was pressing was almost as though that would be to Rising's advantage. The thing is, look, it, it's it's not as though they came out in the second half and just bunkered, but it changes the dynamic a bit, right? When you 2-0 up yeah. at half-time, you don't have to come out and play aggressively and try and push for that number five spot that they were doing. I mean, in the end, right, that's it. We know for certain that tonight, Phoenix Rising finishes in sixth. 
Okay. Yep. Not that it's confirmed. Who they're playing, we don't yet know because there's a lot of other games going on. We've got to wait until see what happens in those. But look, overall, just not ideal, I think. Not ideal, not ideal. Um, let's take a look real quick. I know um, uh, we have a Rising's average position at one point in the match. I know you tweeted this out. Listen. This was early. This was early. This would have been around early. about yeah. 25, 30 minutes into the game. But it kind of set the tone, right? I mean, especially when Rising's down, what, 1-0, 2-0 around at that point. You have the conga line of Manuel Tiaga, Danny Trejo, and Darius Formella essentially all right beside each other. We've already talked about that, Art, that uh, Danny Trejo and Darius Formella have been essentially next to each other in previous matches. It's just the continued iteration of that. I'm, you know, I understand that we're trying to get all of our players out there, and I know, right, you, we'll have more to discuss on Juan talking about Darius Formella as that kind of wide player, but it's like, it's just weird how you're looking to set up guys with chemistry and that just hasn't been seemed to go well in terms of positioning. Yeah, I mean, it's it is an awkward grouping there of players. Um, we yep. saw it with Trejo and Formella last week. Uh, we've seen it with the three of them this week. Okay, it's not ideal. You don't want to see that. Yeah. Um, I don't know where it goes. But should we just listen to Juan's overall thoughts, though, now on the, uh, yeah. on the game? Listen, obviously, uh, poor performance in the first half. And then in the second half, when we decided to go and go forward and start, you know, I mean, being on the front foot and pressing higher with more energy, more intense, more aggressive, um, we played a bit more on their half. The game became a lot more transitional, where they were running into spaces. But a quick summary of the game is that it was a test. We had a test tonight on on the road. We did not pass the test tonight, um, but also it's a test that is going to give us a lot of um, answers. A lot of answers of things that we need to do better, and especially on the road in the first half. The, the two goals that we concede are, are goals that are completely avoidable. One is a transition moment, and the other one starts with a goal kick with a with a free guy in the box. So things to improve, things to get better. Second half was, was a lot better, but at the end of the day, tonight was not about the result. Tonight was about a performance, and when you only perform well, okay in one half of the game you're most likely not going to win it especially on the road yeah uh i mean he kind of said it well when you only perform well in a certain part of the game i dare even say a whole half maybe generous there but right listen we weren't we're, listen you want you want to get a win in tonight's match you want to see a good performance i personally think we didn't really see either right you see mike m's point kind of sums it up three points out of a possible 15 in the last five matches zero goals from treo and artiaga in that same st stretch pretty much sums up all we need to know it's such a weird feeling coming off of a team where they had an eight match unbeaten streak i know i've been talking to people in the chat where yes we all agree towards the back end of that unbeaten streak that it was a little bit kind of fraudulent in a way or at least something that it wasn't the vibes didn't match the results the performance didn't match the results and yet here we are two losses in a row just tough how can we get over it friends at ogs friends at ogs brands they're gonna help you out listen they're not a cure-all i'm not a doctor ogs brands aren't a doctor. you are not a doctor max not a doctor. you are not a doctor not a doctor uh you know i do recommend you uh you bundle up mr uh, owen evans although people are saying that chat that you are you got it in your blood good for you man that's awesome uh, i got ogs in my uh blood stream after i take it that was a horrible transition but here we go um yeah ogs brands fantastic it'll guys lift you up can't lift rising at the table to lift you up in the table of spirits um there you go you can find uh ogs brands everywhere at ogsbrands.com to find them at a local dispensary near you of course check them out on all socials at ogs brands 
All righty. Uh, and also, I know, one for you. No, you're out in, uh, excuse me, Colorado Springs. I know they got Circle K out there, baby. Circle K, check them out. Really helps. Uh, pairs well with the OGs, right? Get a little uh, cotton, cotton mouth, as they say, uh, and little snacks to munch on the munchies, all that stuff. Whatever it is, go to Circle K. Pairs well with everything, you know. Uh, join the Inner Circle program. You get your first five fill-ups, 25 cents off a gallon first five polar pops for free all kinds of free snacks and everything that they're sending your way again inner circle program download the circle k app for free opt into the inner circle program for free through the circle k app all you need is a phone huh, number yeah 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 it's tough uh yeah i did want to point out to you right i know this is kind of along the same vein of um we looked at the average mission. Let's take a look at those attacking thirds. Kind of backs up of what we were saying, right? Of hey, guys are kind of bunched to each other, and wouldn't you know it, a lot of that attack is really positioned down that left hand side. I don't know about you, and I know you were there, probably seeing it a bit more in person, but it really kind of seems like it's something that teams uh, can key on a bit. I know you have your attackers out there. I know you have those guys who are really kind of overloading that side and what this team tries to do. But I think we used to see a little bit more balance out of this team. Yeah, again though, it's it's because. I think of the overload on the one side, right? Because you're in a position whereby you've got Danny Trejo and uh, you've got Darius Formella on the same side of the pitch, right? That's going yeah. to cause that issue. Because who do you have on the other side? Yeah, you got him in Quajo, but yeah. I, I don't know. He's not getting out as wide necessarily. Um, you got Daniel King pushing up there. You also had at times, um, and this one contrasts a little bit with the the graphic we showed earlier in terms of yep. the uh, average positioning, but Carlos Harvey was pushing up a little bit more than most of the other centre-backs as well over on that side. Shout out to uh, <laughs> someone in the background there. Uh, <laughs> but um, look, it's one of those things where I think, <sighs> look, I've got my opinions on it. You've got your opinion on it as well, Max. The question is, is Darius Formella playing him as the left wing back We've seen it in a few games now. Is it working? And before we get into our opinion, let's have a listen to what Juan had to say about that. At times, at times, I think we're finding him isolated in wide areas, and sometimes we're he, the execution is proper, and sometimes it's creating problems. Other times it's not. Um, at the end of the day, tonight, again, those, those two goals, but we had a few chances in the first half that it could have been 2-1. Um, and then the second half is is different. I think it's more on the on the execution, Owen. It's not too much of, of where we're putting players. I think we're turning the ball over too much. For a possession-oriented team, we're turning the ball over way too much, and it's not really allowing us to attack how we want to attack, and it's creating too many transition moments that then makes us run back, and, and when you're on the road and you have a stadium that is on top of you, how it is over here, Every time you create those transition moments, it, sometimes it, it feels that they're getting on top of you. And then you lose a bit of confidence, especially us on the wall that we wanted. So it's, I think it's more of, of, of execution, especially on that final third, more than personnel or, or, or positioning of, of the offensive structure. Ben, do you agree? <laughs> I don't think I'm going to agree on that one. I think that long run, right? I don't think... I understand that Darius Schwimmel is a winger, right? But the way that I look at this, putting all your eggs in the basket on one particular wing uh, at yeah. this point, unfortunately to me, isn't helping. Now, could it work in individual games? Yeah, of course it can. I mean, again, these are players with talent. But the problem is, it's still just... Look, I'll put it this way. If I see Darius Formella lining up on the left as a wingback next week in a playoff game, I'm not going to be happy to see that. 
Agreed. Um, I think there are better ways of doing things. I actually think, to be perfectly frank, that given the way that Colorado Springs came out, um, the way that they were pressing, mm-hmm. that actually the way that this could have been better, if you played him in behind, much like uh, Danny Trejo's playing behind Man- Manu, and you've got him on mm-hmm. the other side to the side he was playing on, and you've got a guy like Eddie Manjoma. I think that first half was crying out for an Eddie Manjoma, to be sure. perfectly frank. Okay? It was calling out for or, or even Uzo, right? Again, guys yeah. who have the pace, are going to take on those transitional moments. Because again, you're looking at a Colorado Springs team that was pressing up the field, that if you were willing and able to break with speed, you would find opportunities to break in behind their defensive line. And that's, yeah, I mean, that, that's that's a critical thing to it. Now, I tell you what, I'm going to address one of, uh, oh, no, actually, Max, you, you, you give your answer on the uh, Darius Formala one first, and then I'll pop over to the chat. Sure. Uh, I mean, I agree with you. It's something that if I see him next week, definitely not happy because I think he's in that position, especially when you're playing with Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo causes so much attention. You need a guy who I think is going to offer that blistering speed, who is going to be a more of a north and south guy who's able to whip it in and really who is able to help overload that side in the right way. I think Darius Formella, this is not a talent thing. It's just what he gives you. It's a lot more of a cutback, more methodical, more of a, hey, let's put distribution back into the middle. What I want is I want someone hugging that sideline and really seeing, hey, this is where you can stretch the defense as Danny Trejo. His preferred is being able to drift inside. You want a guy who can complement that by taking him outside. Yeah, yeah. Now, I'm going to hop over into the chat now. I do see, uh, of course, uh, certain Mr. Jose Bosch in there uh, oh, yes. with his hot oh, yes. take. I think this is a good one to discuss, actually. How the team's playing heading into postseason doesn't matter. A completely different season. Obviously, ideal to have home field in the first round, but anything can happen is what Jose says. Now, uh, first of all, also, that is a very young-looking picture of Jose Bosch there. Uh, really I think that needs to be yeah. said. That's a very young-looking picture there. Oh, yeah. But, um... I understand that to a degree because here's the thing. If Phoenix Rising okay. wins his next two games, Rising has finished in the top four. Okay? It's as yeah. simple as that. You make the conference final, you're in Not the top wrong. four. And people won't no. care necessarily that you finish sixth in the Western no. Conference in the regular season if you can finish in the top four in USL Championship. And that's only two games. Sure. However, it is. However, I think the, the recent form probably is a slight cause for concern simply because the likelihood now if they come against san antonio that's a team that's also on bad form right now so maybe not so much of an issue but if you're looking at orange county you're looking at san diego they're on better form at the moment yeah overall i think that's a worry that you are at the moment trying to work out where things are going wrong while other teams are just trying to keep things going um i don't think that the form going to 2018 postseason was bad. Jose says, yeah, fair enough, right? And that was the last time that Rising actually won. Uh, that was the last time that Rising won a playoff game in 90 minutes. 2018. Yeah. Every time since, it's been extra time up kicks from Mark. Sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. Checks out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Look, again, this recent form, quite frankly, is poor. Beyond belief. Okay? Again, you can't go in... My concern, and, and my concern really is the fact that these last four games, this team hasn't led. Okay, they yeah. they yeah. haven't been in the lead. Sure. In four games. Sure. And now you're going into win or go home. I mean, it's yeah, it's tough. 
I, I think the I think the greater issue, right? And again, this is to everyone to talk about. I get it. They match on beating streak. A lot of those uh, towards the second half, like we've already said multiple times, were draws and very like not encouraging performances. I think part of the reason was like, listen, I think I, we even knew that in the time, but that it's, again, the thought process was if you are able to grind out draws when it comes time for playoffs, that's at least gets you to, uh, to kicks. And that at least is something when you go in with back-to-back losses. And again, to Jose's point, the back-to-back losses in his mind, if they don't matter because you start fresh in playoffs, which you do fine. I totally get there is some merit to that. If you have shown in this long of a stretch, it's not just talking about bad run of form. We're talking like it's been absent. I don't know if they're even able to hold a team to a nil-nil and go to kicks. We just have not been seeing, and that's been a thing. So, I don't know, man. We'll see. Uh, Just tough. Just absolutely tough. But uh, we'll go on. We'll go go on. I know uh, it actually leads very well, too. We do have a man of the match, actually, somehow. And it actually blends in well. For the playoffs, so bring that up. Man of the match, it's uh, of course. Who else can you talk to? It's some airline, right? Some airlines gonna be t- taking this team. Already took them here to Colorado Springs. Gonna be taking them to one of three exciting destinations next week. You know they got road trips, free snacks. I'm not gonna name any airlines because no free ads, uh, not yet anyway. But uh, yeah, some airline. Man of the match. There we go. Boom. Yeah. You like that one? I mean, it works. Cool. Sick. But if there's no free ads, what about the non-free ads, Max? When are they coming down? That's a very fair point. Well, hey, listen, you said it works. You know what else works? Four Peaks. Four Peaks Brewery always works. Um, it's somehow really interesting because, you know, it's cold beer and yet it kind of warms your heart. I'm sure you can use it, not just because you're in Colorado Springs, but your heart really can use some warming in general, Mr. Owen Evans. Uh, you know, whether it's the kilt, the wow, the pumpkin porter. I know you like a good pumpkin porter. The rattle on red ale, nice little D-backs, postseason vibes. They have it all. Check out Four Peaks at Four Peaks Brew and at Four Peaks Pub on the old Instagrams or Metas, whatever the heck they're calling it these days. Uh, You must be 21 years or older to enjoy responsibly. Check them out at their 8th Street Pub as well. Always have fun things going on. They have a cornhole tournament coming up. There's always some things. You can win free beer for a year at at their cornhole tournament. Check them out again. Four Peaks at their 8th Street Pub. Let's go. And, of course, when we go to Valley Taproom, we're drinking those Four Peaks. Trivia. All of that good stuff. You guys already know, man, I'm a broken record, right? The wine slushies, all that stuff. Well, we keep on saying it. We're going to be doing something in the offseason. I really hope, based off this form, that it's not going to be super soon. Might be. Hope not. But uh, we'll see when that happens. It's going to be a Valley Tap Room. Check them out on Instagram at Valley Tap Room. And, of course, in person off the 202 and Gilbert. Okay. Max, what are you – can I just ask, what is behind you right now? Yeah, what is this right here? Yeah. The dresser. I told you, Jim. I'm on the floor. I'm on the floor. The vibes are low, and I am low. Why? Like, why are you on the floor in Flagstaff? There is no chair in this room. I am just sitting here, propped up with a storage lid, which is where the laptop is. We make Owen, oh, as you, as we often say, when something goes haywire right before our post game shows, we move, we make it work. We always do. Yeah, you know I'm right. You know I'm right. But you know what else I'm right about is we have to shout out Statlack. Not, not, not the choice of hat. What's your hat there, Max? Don't worry about it. Uh, no, you what's your hat it. there, Max? Don't worry about no, it. No, anyway, I can see it. What's your hat there, Max? You can't see it. Anyway, what's your hat uh, there, Max? What? What? what anyway, no, 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 Max, no, 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 Max, no. Max. What's your hat there? Don't worry about it. It's not a hat. No. It's, a hat. it's a beanie. Oh, it's, it's a beanie. beanie. It goes on it's your head. Beanie. It's still a hat. A beanie is nah, a type no, no. of hat. 
Anyway, it's moving not a on. San Francisco team. Oh, you're wrong, dude. Anyway, shout yeah, out. I'm Stat- wrong. I'm wrong. What, right, really? What does it say, Max? Tell me what's the text on dude, there. Dude, I don't know. I can't read it. Anyway, shout out Stat Like Reese. They can't for- read. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> shout out Stat Like Reese for the scenarios, right? So, again, the three possible destinations for Phoenix Rising to play next week, especially in play with San Antonio uh, drawing earlier. Here's the thing Orange County's they- incredibly unlucky now, unlikely now. Incredible. Yes, of course. But we're, yes, but we're still gonna we're still gonna put it in there. Play if to play San Antonio. Okay, so if one of either San Diego Loyal or Orange County wins, so we need a win out of one of them. The other team must draw or loss. So very so easy. One has to draw. The other team has to draw or loss. We go to San Antonio, playing Orange County. Orange County draws. San Diego Loyal draws or loses. Or if Orange County loses. San Diego Loyal also has to lose. Actually, that's then- true. Sorry, I was uh, I was confusing myself a little bit over the one thing there. Obviously, if both Orange County and San Diego drew, then they would then Rising would go away to Orange County. Yep. And then to play San Diego, if both teams win, Orange County and San Diego Loyal win, Rising Rising goes to San Diego Loyal. Okay. Three scenarios again. We can put this out there again. Shout out to I like a Reese for um yeah for uh, for compiling that stuff. Okay. Uh, I mean, I know around the USL, I know, uh, you know, kind of a, actually kind of a wild match in San Antonio uh, against Indy 11. Who would have thought? But uh, that could have gone, honestly, multiple ways. Yeah. No, it could have. Yeah. It could have. Um, Solo sent off in that game. In particular, was an intriguing one. Um, look, it, here's, here's what we know. Um, obviously, New Mexico United have clinched their place last night with a win. Um, yeah. The remaining spot up for grabs at the moment. Uh, but as it stands, it looks as though it's going to go to El Paso Locomotive. Um, looks likely that they will finish in seventh at the moment. The reason for that, they're currently 2-0 up over Oakland. That's a really, really critical game there. Um, Monterey Bay. Um, I mean, they're out, I think. Sure. Um, looking at this, no, I don't think there's any scenario where they wouldn't be out um despite the fact they're not showing he's eliminated yet um over on the east it's a mess detroit uh did get a draw today uh but miami fc currently playing sacramento republic it's nil nil in that game if they were to draw or win that game miami they will uh qualify for the playoffs head off detroit city of course everything else over that side pretty much settled up uh before today Okay. Okay. Oh, and I'm going to ask you, and I know we've, I know we've already talked about it on Thursday. Well, I so I'm going to ask anything. you because it smells like someone's just. Uh, I'm not going to lie. It smells like someone's just dropped one next to me. So can we get out of here as quickly as possible, please? <laughs> I don't know how to best describe the smell that has just wafted in this general direction. It's not even like I, I don't understand why or where from. There's no one here. <laughs> okay um uh, dear gosh um yeah okay no, well, no, my ran <laughs> <laughs> oh dear gosh okay we need a laugh after that game um 
Okay, yeah, well, then I won't ask you. I'll, I'll, I'll leave it to the chat. Chat, chime in if you guys have a different opinion or any an updated opinion on who you'd like to face, uh, rising, who do you like rising to face for next week. Again, we'll be keeping up with you on the old uh, PHNX underscore underscore rising to update you on what everything looks like. But, uh, yeah, man. Owen, anything else for the people? Uh, for the people. Um, Get ready for another away game. That's possibly the enth- more down the line. That's the enthusiasm that definitely doesn't seem forced and totally genuine. It's very palpable. Uh, appreciate appreciate everyone joining us here on the uh, PHNX Rising podcast. I do want to shout out the diehards before we go. Um, a lot of you in here in Discord chirping me, chirping Owen, uh, chirping everyone. Appreciate you guys. Uh, Owen hopped in there, talk, giving crap to Ramon about he's wearing multiple layers. Who would do that, man? Come oh, on. I, Jose, it's not bad. Jose, it's not in cool Jose in the chat. Want them to face San Diego gives Rising a chance to end a second franchise in the postseason. <laughs> Love that. Uh, hey, that's, who was the first? Who was the first, Max? Who was the first? He declines to answer, much like he declines. We to move on. We back. move on. All I say is, Jose, I agree with you. What team he's wrapping on his head there? Freaking tough. Yes. L- yes. Listen to uh, PHX Sports in the chat, producer Leah. Hit the like button, please. Help us out. Again, shout out the diehards, chirping in Discord, everything like that. We got new shirts uh, dropping. You know, if you guys are D backs fans, everything like that. We got new rising shirts in back in the locker. Get your rising shirt, get your rising scarf ready for the postseason run. If you haven't done it, it's freaking cool. Check them out again at phnxlocker.com. Get your diet membership, get your merch, all of that stuff. Um, yes, yes, we know it's that one team in Nevada. We're not going to talk about that. But anyway, appreciate everyone joining when us again. Did they, did, they, did they end the club that you worked for at the time, Max? You can follow the show on Twitter at phnx underscore underscore rise because double the underscore. It could be double the clubs killed. Um. Yeah, true. Dear gosh, double double that, uh, double the losses in consecutive weeks, double the goals conceded tonight. Whatever, we'll keep it on the positive note. That's a that's that's a way to put it. Follow me on Twitter, Max David Simpson. Check it out on the screen there. You can follow oh, Mr. Owen on Twitter at OJ Evans eighteen, like you see on the screen. Again, appreciate everyone joining us. It's a tough night, but hey, the beautiful thing is, man, next week it's a different thing. It does reset. Let's let's win. Let's move on. We'll keep it going with the Tuesday podcast, the Thursday podcast. You already know how we roll. We'll catch you guys in the studio then. Until then, it's a beautiful game. It's way more beautiful when rising doesn't suck. Let's go. See you next time.